Welcome to the Spring Legion Podcast, powered by Rolling Thunder's hand-tuned turkey calls and light boots, the lightest 16-inch waterproof boot on the market today. Whether it be through apparel found at springlegion.com, content on any of our social media outlets, or right here on the Spring Legion Podcast, our mission is simple. Provide a higher standard for turkey hunting in the outdoor way of life. Thanks for joining us. Now let's hop into this week's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Spring Legion Podcast. Chase Ferry here alongside Austin Seals. Seals, glad to see you back in town. How you doing? Good. Had a good weekend. <clears throat> Went to Jacksonville trying to find some warm weather. Shoot. It was That's cold. what I was going to ask. Was it cold down there? Oh, yeah, it was cold. We uh, met up with Logan Saturday, our buddy Logan Cook. Um, mm-hmm. Took his boat out for a little while. and We met him and his wife and son and ate, ate lunch. Um took the boat out you know we were going down there going to florida mm-hmm. i don't think about cold but it was like 42 degrees Ooh! and so we we rode around bundled up as much as we could saw uh saw jackson some of jacksonville from the water um that was cool yeah it was pretty neat it was it was fun got to watch them play uh the cowboys sunday mm-hmm. and that was fun man they uh it was a good game the whole time went into overtime uh, Jaguars t- turned it over. Okay. Cowboys got it. We're driving, and Jaguars won it with a pick six. Really took it all the way back. So I knew they had won, but I didn't know how. I didn't get to watch the game. Um, but uh, I actually saw like a few minutes of it like, when I was passing through my parents' house. I uh, stopped in there for a minute and saw that it was you know they were down at the time, and then by the time I left the house, they'd kind of gone back up and was kind of getting you yeah. know a little back and forthish there for a second. I don't know if it was. What what point of the game it was? I wasn't paying that much attention, but uh, got what I needed to get and and got on, out of my parents' house and uh, heard heard later that night that they won. So that's awesome. Yeah, um, it was a, it was a lot of fun. He uh, thank thanks to him, he took care of us. You know, we got to go hang out with him afterwards too, cook supper mm-hmm. with us, just got to sit down and talk and yeah, um, get to and, enjoy. Yeah, just hanging out with just him. Just hanging out. Don't see him often, but. A lot of fun. So he's a good old dude, that's for sure. From what I, uh, which I met him at NWTF last year because he, he he was up in town for for NWTF and everything. I think yeah, I maybe think he, something else. Well, yeah, but, he came up he came up to help us set up and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he lent you know, no no questions asked. Just yeah. you know what I need to do: fold shirts, flip, flip tables, you know, out or whatever. You know? Side story about that. Thank goodness he did come because oh, yeah. remember we didn't bring a ladder. Yeah, and we couldn't get our. None of us were tall enough to get our shirts hung up. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know, I guess six, 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 seven. He was able to reach up there and yeah. hang them up for us. So thank goodness he was there. Yeah, I'm six three, and he makes me feel little. Yeah, little, little. Um, yeah, we were thinking about putting Gary on my shoulders, and we may have been as tall as he, tall yeah, as he, he probably is. Probably about the same height. About the same height. Yeah. Well, we, he he did help a lot, and uh, him and Gary, both of them. Oh yeah, and. and uh, Whoever else was there, heck, it was it was a it was amazing how many people showed up to help and everything. But uh, either way, um, heck, before we get dive into this week's uh, stuff, let's 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 run over some uh, updates and reviews of uh, our review of the week. Um, really, the only updates we have right now is uh, you know the, the rope hats are on order. They'll they'll be here 
for too long. And um, we uh, we got a bunch of smalls in and several of the T-shirts. And a bunch of people have been asking for them. Yeah. Um, so we we were getting some. And um, we got a bunch of them. So, but nonetheless, we have smalls. We got smalls now. So yeah. y'all uh, jump on there if you've been wanting a small. Get you a small. Um, and yeah, so we've we've restocked majority of the hoodies, I think, and yeah, majority of the hoodies and tees. And uh, I don't know how many is left still in there. That was that was last week when I went to Georgia. I dropped them off. Um, so we may may still have some online and maybe sold out of a few online. I don't know, uh, but I'd get on there and check. Before the holidays, sure enough. Oh, yeah. Um, so, either way, Seals, you got a review for us this week? Yeah, this week comes from Show Off 22. Show Off 22. <clears throat> it says, I'm 34 and went on my first turkey hunt last spring. Saw a bunch, but I botched it big time. My patience got the best of me. Needless to say, I'm hooked. I've been practicing all my calls and can't wait for February to start scouting the properties. Your podcast is really helping my turkey fever and teaching me tons. Thank you. So, show off 22, if you would, just reach out to uh, Instagram, you know, our Spring Legion Instagram page with an address, and we'll get you a uh, hat decal sent. Yep, yep. So, well, heck yeah. See, never too old, too late to, to start, guys. No. Never too late to start. <clears throat> but um, don't start unless you... Need a new hobby, right? Yeah, don't yeah, don't do it if you just want to do it one time and go home because you're gonna want to go back every weekend, or yeah, every day really. Yeah, you know, every day you're able to, um, whether that's a weekend or a day you feel like you got the flu, it's gonna be one or the other. You know that that was one of the things I was. Uh, oh, it's hard. I always get to get sick every every couple weeks during turkey season. Oh, yeah, it's hard. Like. You sitting there on a. You know, a weeknight and mm-hmm. look at the weather. It's going to be a crisp, pressure's going to be good, cool yeah. morning, and you're thinking, man, yeah, I can get on one in the morning. Mm-hmm. I, think, uh, I think my boss finally called on to us. I mean, whatever, just go. Yeah, just tell me you're going turkey hunting. That's how mine had gotten. Um, he was, you know, and I really was never one to hide it because I'd, I'd shoot a turkey and roll up in a, in a camouflage jacket over my, my work shirt. And yeah. they'd be like, you know, you ain't supposed to wear camouflage in here. I'm like, I, so I it was cold. I, I really honestly forgot to take it off walking in here. I was in a rush. And uh, they were like, get one? I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, He's like, I know you went turkey hunting. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I didn't get one. Thanks for rubbing it in, you know. <laughs> yeah, got my butt wolfed again was the majority of the time. Um, but a few times I got got lucky for, you know, for work or would leave early and all that stuff. You could, you could, my boss would t- could tell just about every time I'd get itching. He he'd see me just my my mood swing was so extreme. Just if I saw somebody else was was wearing them out, I knew it was a beautiful day, and I'm stuck at that <clears> office, <throat> man. Oh yeah, and couldn't get out of the, something that morning to go. Mm, it would eat me alive until I'd finally be like, all right, all right hey, it's uh, it's one o'clock, and I got everything done. I need to do for the day. You you, you mind? Yeah, and okay. just, I'm getting the flu at one o'clock. I'll be good in the morning. Yeah, I'll be fine tomorrow. I just uh, it seems, looks like it's gonna rain tomorrow, but but I'll be feeling a lot better then. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> that's uh, that's the way it went. So but, I got a <clears throat> I hadn't heard it because I mean this is the first time I've seen you since I came. I've gotten back. Yeah, yeah. but you uh, you shot me you shot me a text message Friday <laughs> as I was walking on the plane. Uh huh. And I, when you said it, I knew, 
I had it where well, I didn't know, obviously, but I had a strong feeling what you were needing because, you know, where you hunting down here in Utica is not far at all from me. Right, like, yeah, it's he only five, ten minutes. Like, he didn't kill a deer. He needs some help. Uh-huh. And sure enough, he <laughs> killed one. Yeah, I got a, I caught up with a seven-point that was, uh, has been, he's been showing up on camera a lot, but, man, I could have used you. Oh, you know, a lot of times you're my second second call I make if I don't get somebody, but I called about six people. Because I, I knew you were traveling at some point that day. What was that, Friday? Friday. Friday, yeah. I knew you were traveling at some point. I didn't know if you were leaving in the morning or late that night. So I was like, maybe I can catch him before he gets on, gets headed to the airport. And, uh, yeah, let's just say camp, you now with a camper sale, I hope you never have to do that alone. Put a deer in the back of one alone. I'll tell you what I got. I got a rack to go on my hitch just for that you reason. better take it with you because I, I have one myself and I didn't have it with me. Because I thought my little brother was going to go hunting with me, and apparently he had some other girlfriend business stuff to go do. And uh, I called him. I said, hey, get in your truck. Come on down here. I just, I just, I just shot one. Heck, I'm in Flowood. <laughs> Golly. All right. Well, let me call somebody else. Call Dad. Text Mason. Mason was headed to a party or some, of some sort of a Christmas party. I was like, dang it, you know. And – I find it's like, okay, I got to call Seal or text Seal. Sure enough. So, where you at? Boarding a plane, where you at? I'm just sitting there with a seven point trying to figure out how the heck I'm going to get him out of the woods. So, but it was a, it was a fun hunt. Um, which, I mean, if you're in Mississippi, Alabama, lower south unit right now, it's it's the uh, prime time, I, th- I think, for the oh, rut, yeah. rut activity. <laughs> well, which, <I> was, <laughs> we were talking about it this weekend, and, uh, you know, I've gotten a bunch of pictures of does mm-hmm. um and i i did actually go back this morning and change my camera from 30 second delay yeah. to like i think it changed it to 10 but i had does and i, I had a few little bucks on there but i had does and every one of them was was moving was Run, running yeah. yeah you could see them running so i think yeah i think it's it's Just, wide open here yeah well i hadn't seen a ton of chasing but everybody i've talked to is doing a lot they're they're catching them cruising midday and stuff which I mean, honestly, that deer I killed, I had a similar situation with my camera. I, I have it on a very narrow, narrow lane. I mean, you can't see one side. You know, half the picture on each side of the picture is too thick to see. Right. You know, it's a trail, and it's really designed. I've set it up so the deer will be walking the trail to me. The trail comes to a tree, and then it Y's at that tree. So where they meet up, it's a Y, and it's in the the V of that Y. Right. Um, and I just kept getting a bunch of blank pictures and I'm like, what the heck? And it's deer running across before it will snap the shot or they'll be in that thick stuff. And then you can just see a glimpse of something. I said, I bet you they're chasing in there. And I I actually had went before I went to bed Thursday night, I said, I'm gonna wake up in the morning. I'm gonna go pull that stand out of there and pull that camera out of there. Cause I ain't even getting much of nothing on that. You know, I just ain't been getting nothing on camera. It's kind of hard to hunt. Wind's hard to hard to get right from where we have to park and have to walk in, but Abby Dog, the wind was perfect, you know. And well, I say perfect; it it worked out. Um, at, when I was pulling out of my neighborhood, I, I my phone, you know, didn't. It was like eleven o'clock something, and it was it was eleven twenty something, and uh, that seven point it walked by my by my uh camera 
and I knew he was headed towards the back of our property. So I said, the wind's fine for that if I come in from this way. If he betted, you know, he may not have betted. He may have kept cruising, but they like to bed in that back corner, um, blah, blah, blah. But um, I got in the stand at like 145, which is very early for me. I'm normally a 330 guy, you know, just. Not a. Hmm? Not a. When are you? I mean, I usually leave my house about 330. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you got about a 20 minute drive. You'd be staying by four. Yeah. That's my goal. Yeah. Yeah. But also ninety percent of the time I got a little three year old with right. me, so that's about all we can we can handle. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. And heck, Brett killed a deer the other day and he got in the stand like five fifteen. No, 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 no. Four fifteen. I was that's about to say five fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> Dang near can't see. Yeah, you could see it for five fifteen. He got in the stand at four fifteen, he had something to do, I don't remember what it was, and he was he was passing the deer camp on the way home and he said, Heck, I'm gonna run grabbing jumping that stand right off the road. And he got him a doe, you know, and um, congratulations to him. But he's he's had a pretty hot streak this year. I think he's killed three total so far. Mm. He he killed a little, a lot of people call it a coal buck. It had a spike on one side, and it would have been an eight point if it had four on the other side. Um, so, but it wasn't a bad deer. It was a heavy, a, a big body deer, heavy deer, um, which the deer I shot, I think, was three and a half, I, you know. May not have, should have shot him to a bunch of people, but that's about all I've got on camera over there. And he was actually the, the dominant buck. He ran off two other deer. Did it make you happy? It made me very happy. That's all that matters. Oh, I agree. I agree. He's only about 60, 15, 16 inches wide. You know, he, I say only. You know, that's a good deer to, to, to me. And uh, I'm very pleased with him. Shot him at 20 yards. You know, I, I was in the thicket and. Right when I sat down, I had one. I thought it was some chasing activity going on because I heard two deer. They must have smelled me or something or something. A coyote bumped them or something. They were getting the heck out of wherever they were at. Came from right to left out there about 100 yards, and I got one or two little glimpses of them through the thicket. I'm in this, ooh, when were these pines? I'm in like 20-year-old pines that are that were thinned several years back, um, six, seven years ago, maybe five years ago. So it's pretty thick under there. And, you know, I can see down these rows and whatnot. And um, <clears throat> I'm in a little clearing where some trails intersect and everything, like I was saying earlier, um, where my camera's at. But I'm sitting there, and the wind really is hitting me in the back of the head the whole time. <laughs> but knowing where these deer bed, I was like, you know, this probably is the better situation for hunting this stand, which it's, it's my quick set stand that I normally take on public land or, you know, if I'm going hunting with a buddy or – you know, just needing to move, stay mobile, my mobile stand um, that I left in there first day of rifle, rifle season. I hunted in there because I had a good buck in there that I ain't seen since then. Um, I just had one one or two pictures of him this year, and I, I don't know where he's staying. He must be staying on the neighbor or something, but he ain't much bigger than the one I've, I killed. But, you know, he's a nicer deer, a um, little longer time deer. Right. But, um, eight point. But, um I thought that's one I, I, I shot, honestly, because he was in that thicket. I could tell the frame, you know, was about similar. Right. And um, I actually, it was right at 4 o'clock, I hear something coming up behind, from my left behind me. And um, I'm like, that, sound, that doesn't sound like a squirrel. That sounds like a deer. So, and I, whenever um, 
something I like to do this time of year whenever I make some racket getting in there, sounding like something walking around. I'll either blow my grunt call once or twice right when I get in the stand or get set or, or turn my can. And I turn my can twice, and then I heard those two deer running. And I'm like, oh, dang, this is about to get, get quick, you know, and happen quick. And they didn't run directly at me, They were, which I thought they were at first. And then they cut across from right to left out there about 100 yards. But uh, it was a small buck, the one I saw, and I never saw the second one. It sounded like he stopped out there and just – I don't know what happened to him, never, or yet, never saw it. Um, but anyways, at 4 o'clock, that other one's coming in, and it, it was a little late point. I don't, I don't know how big he was, but uh, he got right to where I could kind of start seeing him, and he stopped behind a pine tree to me to get a shot on him or anything like that or really see his horns. But I could tell, I could see one good side of him, and he was at 8, or he was had four on one side. Right. I never could see the other side of him. And I've never seen a 10-inch pine tree block a whole deer at 30 yards, but it did. I don't know how, but I, I was sitting there looking through my scope. I, I found my binoculars in my pocket and picked them up, and this deer's at 30 yards. And I'm like, why can't I see him? I moved all around trying to get around to see what deer he was, see if it, you know he was one I wanted to shoot. Because there's one small eight point in there I don't want to shoot because he's a year and a half old. He should be a spike this year, and he's eight point. So mm. he's going to be probably pretty good the next couple of years yeah. and i've kind of got him on a less and i'm not normally one of those you know and if somebody wants to go in there a kid or something full free range son you know he knock him down but uh you know we, we don't have a lot of land there so the chances of him getting killed are pretty strong oh yeah if he's hanging out on my spot i'm, I'm gonna probably try and pass him um but anyways deer looks back over to my behind me to my left no right let's see so first deer's coming in from my left behind me second deer's coming in from my right behind me so they are all they're just behind me right deer on the left looks across to the right and just starts moving his head kind of weird and just staring and i'm like he, he sees another deer because i'd heard something over there i couldn't tell what it was i couldn't see it yet um and all of a sudden, this deer on my left, the first one coming in, turns and lopes out of there. Boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, what? Did he see me? I was still, you know. And then it get clicked. He saw the dominant buck coming up in there. Because I'd been calling. I'd called a few more times. And I, right whenever he jumped off, I heard something. I don't know if it was a snort wheeze or him make a scrape or... It sounded like he kicked leaves or, or made a rub or something. I, it was something loud. I kind of was like, I don't know what that was. Cause I was thinking a coyote was coming in there to bust me because I've got coyotes on there bad right now. Um, they move in bad during the wintertime, which we're going to have to do something. Yeah. Knocking them out um, come February because can't be having that with turkeys. No. <clears throat> so, got us a hobby to do. The weekends were freaking in February. Oh, man. So, um, yeah, they, uh, I, I actually shot one with my bow a couple weeks ago, but that's, that's beside the point. Um, but yeah, a couple minutes later, he, he comes strolling on through and, um, about 30 yards popped out, kind of surprised me. I was expecting it could be a little more behind me and he, he kind of popped out level with me, um, shot him through some brush, but, but 
you know, I was in that thicket, and he was in, still in the thicket, and I front-shouldered him, and he barrel-rolled out of there, made it about 30 yards, and fell over, um, which most of our stands are set up on, like, a four-wheeler trail or that you can drive a truck down, really. Right. They're considered a four-wheeler trail, but I can fit my Toyota down it. Um, yeah, almost, every stand we got is like that, and this stand was in the center I, I clicked on my 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 uh, own X or whatever, and um, yeah, I was like three hundred yards to one side of the place, four hundred yards to the other side of the place, two hundred yards to the other side of the place, and I'm like, huh, and I don't have a four wheeler, <laughs> and I'm like, yep. So I I get to calling everybody. I'm like, well, I'm gonna tackle this one alone, I guess, and uh, I tell you. To cut into that story, you know, if I was here, I'd have helped. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, just, and, and if Mason wasn't busy, yeah. he would have. And if Breck wasn't, and Breck actually said, I, "I'm on the way." You just, you know, wait. And I said, "No, no, don't mess up you." Afternoon, you know, he was he was eating dinner with somebody or something. I don't know, but um, I had plenty of people say yes. They just were like, "I'm gonna be two hours," right. you know. And I'm like, "Well, I, I kind of need to get. I can probably handle it by then," you know. In other words. <clears throat> So I go to drag and get him out to a four-wheeler trail, the closest one. And um, I didn't tell you this part. I didn't tell you much of anything, uh-huh. really, um, other than I killed one. Um, but I I got him to the four-wheeler trail, and so I take off in my Toyota. I drive a Toyota Tacoma, for those of y'all that don't know, and I have a camper shell on it. Um, And I, I, I go around this little curve, and... There's just one little wet spot we always have. And, you know, I'm in a rush, not thinking about it. All my traction control, all that stuff's still on. So, if you've ever done it, you know, because I got right into the little slick spot, and my my gas pedal goes limp. Just uh, so many lights start popping up and everything. And that's a bad feeling, you know, because I'm like, I'm, this is going to be the reason I get stuck is because of all the safety precautions. Because I needed to get, just bump it a little bit, and it wasn't bad hole or not, you know, bad muddy or nothing. And um, so I, I, it stops me. Flip it in four-wheel drive, cut off all the other stuff, the extra stuff. And I bump it forward, and I don't go nowhere. <laughs> and I'm like, gosh. And I've called everybody that's, that would come pull, pull me out, and they're all two hours away already. I know this. So I'm like. Oh Lord, please let it go in reverse. And so in reverse, it I had to give it a little gas, but I you know it it pulled on out and I went on through no problem and uh, got up there to the deer. And little did I know, that's when the work started. Because uh, if any of y'all have a camper show, you know you can't stand up in one. Yeah, I learned that. And uh, yeah, especially not when you're six three in a five by five camper show. Well. I'm not, I'll never claim to be a very strong guy either. So if you're just muscle man, you may could have handled it, thrown him over your shoulder, rolled him in there, but I couldn't. I ended up fighting with him, getting him halfway on, he'd roll off, halfway on, he'd roll off, and just, I was not having a good time. Let's just say that. And um, for some odd reason, since I didn't know if I was pulling that stand down or hunting that stand, I took my climber with me which is like a summit climber, I think, is what it is. Um, 
somebody gave it to me. I don't know. But it's if you flip the base, the the foot part upside down, it's kind of like a little ramp, huh. like a one foot ramp. And I sat there and I was looking for something in my truck that I could use. And there was a bag of duck decoys and a climber and a piece of paracord. And I already tried the paracord to, you know, pull him up a little bit and hold him tight. Yeah, that didn't work. It was too stretchy. Um, but I ended up laying that uh, that climber down like a little ramp into my truck, which just gave me that le- extra just what you need. foot to get him to roll over enough that three-quarters of his body would be in there. I put one leg on one side of the bed and one side on the other and went to yanking between, you know, pulling back. And I wish you could see my hand motions I'm doing right now. I, oh, I can. Yeah, I can. I can vouch for it. I look like I'm over here having a dang baby. Um, but <laughs> but either way, I got him in the truck finally and got him taken care of and everything and all that. And very pleased with him. It's the first year I've got this year. And uh, I was starting to get worried. And I ain't going to lie to you, Seals. I, I normally can scratch one out before now but i've had a tough go at them this year uh, either way but you may tell you you may give you uh, um some words of wisdom yeah because yeah. i've had the only reason because i've been in the same boat you have yeah if you'll get you about a i think my ropes like a hundred hundred foot rope mm-hmm. it may be it may not be that long but, it, but anyway get you a rope that's long enough just a yellow rope yeah and what you do is you take it in your truck may be different, I don't know, but mine in the front, I've got hooks. Mm-hmm. And I've got them on the bottom, the middle, and the top. Yeah, see, I've got, you know, my fender wells meet up to the front of my bed. Okay, see, my... And there's there's two hooks right there, like U-bolt looking hooks. Yeah. So. You'll take that rope and you'll run it through there mm-hmm. and tie it to the deer head. Right. And then you tie it to a tree. Yeah. And you just drive. And it'll, it'll, you yeah. got it. The on me though, like I said, you got the one in the bottom, middle, and the top. You got to use the top, right? Because if you don't use the top, that doe's head or the deer head, uh-huh. whatever, will get under your tailgate and pick it up. Yeah. If you use that top, you can ease it'll up. Kind of roll over. And it'll pull it on in there. Yeah, and if you if I could have got him start, yeah, if I would have thought of that, it probably would have been the case. But I, which I, of course I, I would have needed a rope. Yeah. Um. That one yeah, five fifty cord probably wouldn't help. Well, it would. The issue was only had about seven feet of it, maybe not even that. About four feet of it, probably. Yeah, that definitely would. Yeah, it, I I could barely like tie it to his horns and stand up on the bed and pull him up where I can grab him. Right. Yeah. Get you get you some of that rope. It don't take up much room, and it's, yeah. you can you can do a lot of stuff with rope. Oh, absolutely. And see, I'm normally the guy with all that, but since I took that big order to Georgia, I took all my all my toolboxes out of the back of my truck. Yeah. And just hadn't put them in there and i have a 100 foot you know short enough rope and uh in my it's, it's actually a tough wear box that i keep under my little bed, bed platform in my truck and uh i got that and all kind like i didn't have a ratchet strap and i'm the only one one of those guys has got 20 ratchet straps yeah. so um i just was was up the creek without a paddle just didn't have anything in my truck for some odd reason um which I'm not used to, but I put that climber in there that day, and we got lucky with that. Yeah, and it's all I needed, but it still would make it easy. But you know, I'm not complaining about it because I love my camper shell. But just just get you a cooler rack, 
if you got one. Cooler um, rack or a 100-foot rack? Yeah, one of the two. Or just get you go ahead and get you a four-wheeler and a trailer. I can tell you how I learned that <clears throat> trick, though. And I said it happened <laughs> to me is I killed a deer, and I was off by myself, and I was in the middle of nowhere. And I had to I had to maneuver a situation like that with a winch on my side by side, mm-hmm. running over the bed of the the four wheeler and right right winch him up in there like that, and it'll scratch his top. But that's like oh, the, yeah. the deal. That's one I didn't care. I was ready to get him loaded and right. get out of there. But right. the the whole truck deal, I got the thing. I was like, I'm gonna need this one day. Mm-hmm. And I'll be dang, I didn't need it, but I tried it one day with a doe just to make yeah. sure I wouldn't out there one day and needed it and it not work right it, it'll right. work yeah no i mean I've, I've i've loaded up a bunch of things on a trailer that way right i got i got a big eye, eye bolt in the front of my trailer you know for hooking up four-wheelers or yeah you know things like that and uh our boats you know whatever junk i buy random something i get off facebook marketplace because you know i stay on there buying things but um We've we've loaded stuff up that way, yeah. You know, hook it to the front, through the front to a tree or to another truck and pull, and and it rolls right on there. So, yeah, that that would work perfect. I I didn't even think of that. You know, I was thinking manpower. You know, right. I did run that paracord up there. I did get him about halfway up there, get it through the loop just enough, and then, yeah, you know, I couldn't do nothing with him. But, um, I was I was I was wishing for about a hundred foot. Of, Put a thick rope right then, but yeah. hey, it is what it is. The older you get, though, that's one thing I've learned. The older you get, you you figure out how to do it smarter, yeah, and not harder. Because the old, I mean, the older you get, that you mean it take you a day to recover from trying to get that big thing in there. Yeah, don't ask me how I feel right now. Um, how my arms and back feel right now? Because oh, that one, uh, it hurt, but very blessed to do it I and mean, it was it was humbling you know because i hadn't had to load one up by myself and shoot four years probably yeah maybe more well, you, you take for granted on having mm-hmm. somebody say, living close right, to you somebody living close to you 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 know or hunting with camp, somebody yeah. whatever because yeah i got spoiled like the last camp we were in at any given time there was at least four or five people down mm-hmm. there and everybody's willing to oh everybody wants to help right yeah that's what they're down there to do so and, and I'll agree with that, but we hunt just my family in it, right? But which normally that's what I'm saying. Usually your dad yeah, or or, Rick or somebody's around, yeah. or you know, you know y'all are 15 minutes down the road yeah. max. You know, so it's it's it is what it, I mean. It's it's it showed me how much I should appreciate y'all. You know, really and honestly for helping and everything, and uh, for all those days you have helped me. Seals, so I'll. Reach out and give you a good old thank you, old fashioned thank oh, you yeah. right here. So I, that's what I told. Him. I was like, man, I feel bad. Chase is trying to load a deer up, and he ain't got nobody's help. <laughs> but uh, you got him loaded. Hey, we got it done. Um, which you know, and and I wanted to say, you know, he he's not the biggest deer, but he's the biggest deer out on that property. I was sitting on that earlier. This is a forty acre section. You yeah. know, for me to get any buck off of there, I'm I'm satisfied, a hundred and ten percent. Yeah, as long as you're yeah. happy, I wouldn't worry about anything else. Well, yeah. It's really 80 acres, but it's divided into 20 sections across the road here, 20 sections on the other end of the street here with two properties between us, and then a, about a 30, 40-acre. I don't know the exact excellent, but right. 30 or it 40 acres. All up. <clears throat> and he was in the center of that 40 acres, I feel like. Um, but just to show you all what, you know, try to give you all a picture to paint of what I was working with. I would love to be a fly on the wall. 
watching that. She, you would have done found you some earmuffs, probably, because I was not a happy camper. Um, I found me a video camera. Yeah, that that was something I wish. You know, that's the first hunt this year I've been on without my camera. Really? Yep. Hunter, when I was dropping off those shirts and hunt and at Hunter's house, um, he said, "Heck, leave it here. You know, I probably ain't gonna see you for Christmas, and and you probably ain't gonna get to. You know, I, at the time I didn't think I was gonna get to hunt much." And all that, and I was like, you know, no big deal. Yeah, keep the camera here for Christmas morning and all that stuff because we share one camera, me and him, one real, real camera. You know, I have another small camera that I could have taken, but, but just really didn't feel like it that day because I was going in there to pull that stand. You know, right. I really wasn't expecting to hunt unless I just saw some good sign. But um, you know, wish I would have got on camera for y'all or for everybody. Well, I did the but same thing. That, the did. buck that I killed, that you actually, you just brought me back. Mm-hmm. Um, that's exactly what I did. Is I, well, I didn't do it because I was taking a stand down. I had casing with me, right? And right. trying to me trying oh, to self film, uh, keep a three year old quiet, <laughs> and man, that's wouldn't been easy. No, I couldn't imagine doing that. Heck, so. I I have a hard enough time just doing it alone. You know. Yeah, it's not easy, it's not the easiest thing to do. <clears throat> that was a nice deer though, you killed seals. I mean, we we told that story there already, hadn't we? Yeah, that was what two three episodes ago. Yeah, they're good. So. Yeah, hopefully I'm about to to yeah. get uh this week get back in the deer woods and see what I can find. They're moving here. Yeah. Have you looked at the wind chill for Friday? Good, negative one. Isn't? Jeez, I saw it. Um, I did not for, know. According to, according to first alert weather, um. The wind chill will be is supposed to be negative one. Goodness. In Mississippi. Do they remember? Yeah, I was about to say, do they remember we're in Mississippi? Yes, they yeah. it's gonna get down to twelve Friday night, seventeen Saturday and Sunday night. Man, I ain't gonna get above freezing for like three days. Well, like up I'm looking at it right now, up in Belzona, negative six wind chill. Whew. So it's gonna be I'm I say I'm gonna get in the deer woods. <clears throat> I'm planning to, but uh only only deer woods I might be getting in that time that part of the the day is gonna be a box down with the buddy eater. Well, I, well, you, you laugh about that. I, I was uh out there in the shop today when I got home. I found both of my buddy heaters, put new propane bottles on them, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what I'm gonna be doing. Hey, hey, if it's that cold in Mississippi, it's gonna be bad. Yeah, it's gonna, gonna be rough. wet. It's gonna be yeah. It's raining right now. Um, I'm supposed to go uh, <clears throat> Wednesday. I, uh, I got my dad, my brother-in-law, and me. We're going quail hunting. I'm hoping it stays okay. a little warm, warmer for that. Ooh, yeah, I hope that for y'all too. Because there's not, you can't just go climbing a box stand. It's gonna be out in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. But it'll be fun. I that's that's one thing my dad's always wanted to go try. So I lined it up, and we're gonna go try to shoot them Wednesday. Uh, man, that'll be fun. I've done it. Once before, which I was real young when I went last there that one time, and it's fun. It's, that quail hunt's fun. A lot of fun. I mean, y'all hunt with dogs, I'm assuming, and all that oh, stuff, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Watching the dog work. That's what I have that's, fun. That's man, that's awesome. I, I mean, growing up, I've always seen you know labs work retrieving. Mm-hmm. You know, seen labs and hunt tests, and don't nothing away from them. They're oh, yeah. that's incredible, smart dogs. But mm-hmm. there's just something about watching a point dog point wait for you to get up there you know send the flush dog it's just cool mm-hmm. and i get oh, yeah. and i guess one thing too is something that i didn't grow up doing right and right. i don't do it a whole lot so just doing something different is pretty cool yeah 
I, I like I mean I, I like running you know any kind of dog hunting really and honestly um which I don't do it really anymore but I mean heck in high school I had a coon dog and everything yeah. that was fun just coon hunting's fun yeah I didn't go a ton but you know when I was free and could could go and all that we'd go and we'd we'd really enjoy ourselves and I think when I was younger I had a few deer dogs we we were in a camp that ran beagles um you know deer hunting and then at the end of the year somebody had some rabbit dogs we'd find and we'd go in there and have a rabbit hunt and everything and just just watching dogs work it's awesome. just fun man yes yeah, and 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 labs you know if you hunt deer hunt with a i mean duck hunt with a lab or you know whatever retriever you're using yeah um it's awesome just watching a good one of them work just just as much you know oh yeah they ain't as loud mouth but you know that that's what i like is is hearing them bark and stuff the running dogs you right. know but the pointers, yeah, they're they're cool to. Which I have a GSP, which he's not trained at all. He's terrified of guns and everything <laughs> under the sun. But um, he's a lap dog by the end of the day. But he he's is what he is. But um, you'll see him out there sometimes. Think he thinks he knows what's going on with a tweed bird land in the yard. He'll he'll get locked up on him, and I'm, I just walk out there. and I'm like, get out of here, and he look at me like, really, man? <laughs> you know, I've been working hard on this. But you know, that's just it's funny. Um, but yeah, yes. When, when did you say y'all are going Wednesday? Wednesday morning. Yep. Heck yeah. Well, it it's looking okay for the time being. I think so. Hopefully it'll hold off till Thursday. Thursday's gonna be the the rough day. Thursday night, Friday. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday's gonna be rough. Um, which I think I've got a little duck hunting trip planned for Thursday. So hopefully, uh, up in northwest Mississippi. So that'll be uh. Hopefully we'll have a push of ducks by then. Hopefully it'll freeze a little bit above oh, us. We should. And it's, well, yeah. I thought we were going to get a push last week though. So yeah, but which I mean, some people are finding them. I uh, well, everything we're getting is coming <clears throat> coming out of the north, so we mm-hmm. should. It should. It should be a good push. Yeah, and it's going to be like, I think the wind Friday was going to be like twenty to thirty miles per hour. So they should be riding that down. Yeah, I would say so. So. I don't know. We were kind of a little. I was a little off on my last prediction of of a push, but it also didn't get near about as cold as they were saying it was going to get. Yeah. Um. Oh no. You know, in the Arkansas area and whatnot. Um. Which is fine. You know, they're still wearing them out in Arkansas. Yeah. And North Mississippi's getting a, a handful of them, and if you're on the river in Mississippi, you, you're killing them. Um. I'm seeing several folks getting into big groups of greenheads and all that stuff, or big ducks, we're gonna say. Um. But I think after this week, or this coming weekend, is going to be a very good well, weekend. Well, end of December, January is really when <clears throat> our duck hunting is yeah. picking up. Right. Starts starts to kick off, really. Right. Um, you know, just, you know, on the little places we we, we can hunt, I guess. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be sweet, and I'm looking forward to that Thursday and getting to hunt with a buddy, which who killed a, killed a very good deer. My buddy Jeremy, he uh, he killed a very good buck. Mm. It was while I was up at uh, Logan Webster's place, um, duck hunting. He, uh, I was supposed to be over there, and I had to move some plans around, so we're going up there Thursday instead. So, okay. um, either way, he killed a good deer that afternoon, and I was supposed to be up there, and I felt really bad for not being there to help him. But he did have some somebody to help him up there, um, some some family or, or something. He's Guy said, do I need to turn and, and come up, you, you know, track him and load him and everything? He said, no, I got such and such here with me. So, um, luckily, but um, him, he killed a good one. 
Justin Hutton killed a good one. Yeah, We've had Justin Hutton on here before talking about that white turkey he killed. Um, our phase turkey. I don't know red what phase. it ended up. I think it ended up being a wet red phase, but it was white-ish. Yeah. But had normal coloring kind of to him. Beautiful turkey. Um, but I... I was going. I was debating getting him on here to talk about about that story, and it might be something we we make a phone call of later this week and try and get a a story on. Um, but he's a good old boy. He uh, he's been hunting that deer for a couple of weeks now, I think, and finally caught up to him. So he he deserves it, and so does Jeremy. He does too. So shout out to y'all too for killing big deer this week, a lot bigger than mine, <laughs> and four seals. This is a lot bigger than mine. Uh, it's a good buck. So, um, I mean, my deer, I'm happy with. I'm not, don't, y'all don't think that I'm not happy with my deer. I'm tickled with my deer, but, um, you know, everybody else killing bigger deer than me. It's all right. Whatever makes you happy, though. Hey, rock on with it. We all smiling. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Sales, you got anything else left, left to talk about? No, just make, I don't guess we'll be back on here before Christmas. So, I don't guess so. Merry Christmas to, Everybody, hope you have a good Christmas with your family and enjoy yeah. the time. Yeah, hoping to, uh, hopefully next week we'll get Hunter on, maybe, if we're lucky. Yeah, if we, I see him before Tuesday, we don't know our Christmas plans just yet. It may be before or after Christmas when we get to see each other. Yeah, we can make it all three of us on to finish the year out. That's, <clears> what, that's what the hopes are. But yeah. you don't ever know with the Farrier boys. No, yeah, we have, we. it's what, four days for, uh, it's a week before Christmas almost. Oh, it's less than a week. Yeah, six, five, six days, five and days. we have no idea what we're doing for Christmas plans. <laughs> so, like, it's not, it's not me or Hunter. It's 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 just the farriers. Yeah, in a hole. Let's just say that. <laughs> so we get it honest. Yeah, I so, no doubt. Yeah, and Seals has been around us long enough to know we get it honest. But um, yeah, we never know. So good luck, Seals. Yeah, we did. And another thing, we've, we've kind of, man, you've kind of lined up. we got some trips that are starting to, you yeah, know, we're but, starting to put some dates on and get some, some plans. Dates. So, I'm yeah. excited, man, I'm pumped. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to the, to the spring still. And uh, this week at deer hunting's kind of kept me, my mind kind of back off of it again. No. Uh, I no, mean, no. not necessarily off of it, but a little preoccupied, you know, occupied otherwise. This cold weather's got me ready for spring even more. Well, yeah. that, that, uh, same here with that part. And I love cold weather. I don't know what my deal is this year. I mean, I've been miserable cold. Mm-hmm. I ain't loving it. I ain't loving it. I normally have a, you know, I do the, I do skull mounts during season and everything. And uh, I had a garage last year, and I've always had a shop before that or a barn of some sort. And um, sold my house last February and moved into Hunter's old house, which has a carport. And I'm having to do all of that on the back porch now, or, or carport, or whatever that's not enclosed. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, y'all pray for me because it is this. They are rolling in right now, and maybe we'll tell them they get them uh, back in February. You got to wait for some warm days. No, no, I don't mind doing it. It's just uh, a little brisk, a little brisk. But yeah, I, I, I'm gonna do a little shameless plug there. If you got a Need a skull mountain in central Mississippi. Holler at me. I'll uh, knock them out. They did a heck of a job, too. I appreciate that, Seals. Um, I try to knock them out within a week or two. Get you back faster than the taxidermy would. So, either way, um, y'all just get at me on Instagram if you need one. But, yeah, shameless plug there. Either or. But, Seals, I uh, look forward to seeing you hopefully later this week. 
we'll see what we can get into. If uh, not, next week sometime. Yeah, sometime in the near future. Yeah. We don't know when. We never know when. I didn't know I was going to see you today. No, about two hours before we planned it. Yep, but I thought you weren't coming back to Wednesday. <laughs> Honestly, you called me and said something, and I was like, where you at? I just landed. Headed home. Oh, good. We're going to make a phone call on, today, on this week's podcast. Let's roll. Yeah, so. so. All right. Well, that's enough rambling. Um, thank you all for listening to another episode of the Spring Legion Podcast. We'll catch you next week. Merry Christmas. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Spring Legion Podcast. If you enjoy the show, let us know by leaving a good review or simply sharing an episode with your friends and family. We'd like to thank Rolling Thunder Game Calls and Light Boots for making this podcast possible. Rolling Thunder's hand-tuned waterfowl and turkey calls are crafted right here in the U.S. by folks who enjoy the outdoors as much as any. Check them out at RollingThunderGameCalls.com or catch an episode of the Rolling Thunder film series on the Masio Go app. Light Boots' seamless one-piece design completely eliminates the chance of leaking, with a size 10 boot only weighing 13 ounces. Learn more about the lightest 16-inch waterproof boot on the market at lightboots.com. Most of all, we want to thank you, our listeners, for making the show worthwhile. If you'd like to learn more about the brand, check us out at springlegion.com or follow at springlegion on any social network. Thanks again for listening to the Spring Legion Podcast. We'll see you next week.